Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Private Wealth Team at Safford Chambers. My name's Leonora Stevens, and I'm a director in the Private Wealth Team based in Bristol. I'm delighted to be joined virtually today by Mike Hodges, who's the head of our Private Wealth at Safford Chambers. Mike is based in our Manchester office. Hi, Mike. Hi, Leo. Um, today, Mike and I will be discussing some of our top tips for submitting a tax return. As always, I thought I'd start by covering off why we're discussing this. Well, we are fast approaching the 31st of January tax deadline, and tax teams across the country are busily working away on the preparation of people's self-assessment tax returns. Equally, you may be starting to think about putting together your own tax return if you complete this yourself. Whether you have an accountant such as Safri's or you prepare your return yourself, we thought we'd run through a few areas which can be of use prior to submitting your tax return. So, Mike, what would be your top tip for clients who haven't yet submitted their tax returns? Well, this is where I get into nag mode, Leo, as, <laughs> as some of my clients will, will testify, because it is a case of, of just get on with it. Uh, and this is also where you want me to confess, isn't it, to what happened to me earlier this year when I was doing my return to um, April 21, which I will confess to our listeners as well, uh, we have someone in our firm who, who does our tax returns, but being a proud tax practitioner, I've done my own for the last oh, 20 plus years. So I've continued to do that based on the information I get from, from the guy who does the returns for us. But leaving it to the last minute, and I haven't checked back, but it was a day or two before the, the deadline, um, I happily missed off the interest I'd paid on my partnership loan into Safaris, on which I would get income tax relief. So then when a couple of months had rolled by and I got a demand for underpaid tax from the revenue, that made me look at it and think, I just just plain missed that. And I missed it because, as every year, I'm doing it last minute. So so my one plea, and this is partly selfish for, for my team in the office who are sitting waiting for information, is, is get it done. So for me, it's it's in my own hands, more for me, Get, get the return done because you will miss something or you won't have that piece of information. And, and my wife at home gets really cross because I'm rampaging around looking through piles of paperwork and trying to find that interest certificate or whatever it might be. Just, just, just don't go there because things will go wrong and you're putting pressure on yourself and whoever is preparing your return. So, so don't wait until Christmas, if you can possibly do it, do it now. And I think, and then I'll shut up, Leo. Um, when you and I were preparing for this, I think the revenue were listening because within a, two hours, I'd had two emails from the revenue, both dear customer, our record show, you'll need to send us your self-assessment tax return. It's like one of those things where you're being listened into by Alexa or whoever, and then within minutes, something comes through on an email that you think, hang on, Big Brother is, is truly listening to me. Um, I also got that as well, which was which was strange. I text message on an email by saying, don't forget, you've still got to do your tax return. Absolutely. Um, and you're thinking, help, they were listening. Yeah. Well, it's funny you're saying about people not leaving it till Christmas. Um, I looked at some of the stats on, on the number of people that actually submit their tax returns at Christmas. And last year, um, on, between Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, 31,400 people submitted their tax returns online. And on Christmas Day, the busiest time to submit was be between 2 and 2.59 p.m. So obviously, other people are doing it before their Christmas lunch, trying to avoid the family, or uh, 
to sit and do their taxes instead of um, opening Christmas presents and drinking champagne on Christmas Day. Um, people like to leave it to the last minute. So I actually they, they, they certainly do. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. And the one thing I was going to say was, as a further tip based on those stats, do it sober. Don't 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 have your champagne first on Christmas morning and then <laughs> then do your tax return. We, I wonder whether the revenue would start looking into those tax returns more, the ones that are sort of the afternoon of Christmas Day, because uh, they're bound to be a mistake somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> who, know, I, who knows? The other thing I was going to say, just based on those emails, both of them talk about if you owe less than £30,000, you may be able to spread that, but speak to the revenue, and you may be able to do it online. And the revenue are still sympathetic even though we're now coming out of COVID, fingers crossed, to people having arrears of tax. So I think that, that's imp- another important reason to make sure you're doing your, your tax return on, on time. So it's not just the return, it's, it's then everything that flows from that, including paying tax. Indeed. So Leo, what would your top tax tip be? You're out in front of a client. I've, I've, I will have bared my soul and told them how I do it so badly each year. What would you be saying to a client? Well, I suppose um, I, I'm afraid I'm in your camp when it comes to the last minute and doing my own tax return. But obviously, that's not what we should be. Um, we shouldn't be leading. Um, or we should be setting a good example, really. But my tips centre around if people have actually planned ahead and have submitted their information and it's all been processed. So it's sort of a good incentive to get it done early. But one of them would be about gift aid and charitable giving. So as a recap, cash donations that people make to, to charity is treated as being paid net of 20% basic rate tax. So, for example, if you give £80 to charity, this will be treated as a £100 donation. That £20 would be um, come from the revenue. So if you're a, ta- a basic rate taxpayer, there's no adjustment needed. Um, however, if you are a higher rate taxpayer, um, an adjustment does need to be made to your income tax calculation. And this extra relief is given by extending your basic rate band, um, i.e. sort of the amount of um, income that's taxed at your basic rate is extended um, by the amount of your gross-up donation. So what can you do about this on your return? So if you're looking at your 2020-21 tax bill and you think that sort of you may wish to reduce this, um, it's possible to make a donation now um, and claim gift aid and carry back that relief to the prior tax year. So it will go on your 2020-21 tax return. Um, thus you sort of bring forward the benefit um, of the tax relief. But I would stress that if you do this, this has to be a cash donation and it needs to be done before you submit your tax return for 2020-2021. Um, and this is, I mean, this is something that a lot of my clients do consider before we submit their tax return. Yeah, yeah. No, likewise with, with, with my clients, but it's, it is a valuable one because it's one of those that there are very few that you can carry back in that way. But again, it means just giving it a bit of thought, ideally now, rather than being a, being a last minute person as, as I am. No, good stuff. And any final tips then, Leo, before we uh, bring this podcast to an end? Uh, the only one really would be on um, sort of looking at your payments on account. So um, when you do your tax return for, let's say, 2020 21, um, you may have to pay payments on account of the next tax year. And now that, those payments on our account are based on your prior year's tax liability. So if you think because of COVID or for some other reason that your tax liability in the 21-22 year will be lower, there is scope to reduce those payments on account. Um, but if you over-reduce them, then you would pay interest on that at a rate of 2.6%. But it's definitely worth looking at calculation 
um, and speaking to your accountant, you can can work out how much you can reduce those by. So that can be quite a good cash flow um, saving for some clients. Yeah, no, because cash is king, which is the cliche, but it is, isn't it? You don't want to be spending more with the tax man than you need to, especially once you've uh, had your Christmas blowout and you're still funding that into the new year. Indeed. Well, like I say, I think the key thing we've learned from this session is get your information in early as possible um, and get cracking on your tax return. But um, it remains me to say thank you very much to Mike for joining me today. Um, We work with a wide range of clients here at Safaris, many UK-based and many live overseas but have got interest here, Um, whether that's property, business, interest or investments. We invite individuals and families on how best to safeguard, maintain and enhance their wealth. Um, and the most appropriate methods of passing on that wealth to the next generation. We can help people comply with the tax rules in the UK, which can be complex. If you'd like to find out more about Safri Chapman's and how we can help you, please head over to the Safri Chapman's website, www.safri.com. However, it's important for me to stress that if you are considering any of the topics discussed today, you should always take professional advice based on your individual circumstances. Thank you for listening.